بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فاما بعد فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers sisters elders the title of today's khutbah is corona vaccine and apart from hopefully getting you all awake from because of the title i thought we need to talk about this not about the vaccine vaccine but about what is a vaccine what does it do i don't mean in medical terms i mean in spiritual terms corona is experienced covid-19 whatever you want to call it omicron is experienced in our society today in two ways the disease and its fear we seek allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection from both what makes it most frightening is that you don't know if you have it until a few days after you have been infected during which you would have passed it on to many others so even though the mortality rate is an average of 1% which means 99% 99 out of 100 people recover and go home and the one who dies if he dies on iman he dies shaheed despite that corona in its various forms is something we all fear this has altered our manners our socializing and our spaces it has changed our rules of hospitality for example we don't invite each other over to our homes for a meal anymore it changed how we greet each other no handshakes and definitely no hugs and kisses not even at eid we use masks we take vaccines we wash our hands and stay at a distance from each other which we call social distancing quite a oxymoronic term if you ask me from the english language perspective we justify all this by reminding everyone that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us to tie the camel indeed he did but when i ask myself if after tying my camel do i have tawakkul ala allah or tawakkul ala hawli jamal trust and reliance on allah or trust and reliance on the rope of the camel that's the question we need to answer of course i'm not against masks and vaccines and so on and so forth i'm talking about the effect of living in fear and what that what that does to our hearts and that's why i want to give you a vaccine now not only from this fear but for every fear of this life and once you take this vaccine inshallah 
you will never fear any other creature, big or small. The vaccine against all fears is the glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla. When the heart is filled with it, nothing else can enter it. It's like looking into a bright light. When you look away, you still see the light. You don't see what you're looking at. And the brighter the light, the more pronounced and longer lasting is that effect. What then of those who look into the light of the glory and magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's majesty? How can anyone or anything in this life frighten them? When they see that threat in the light of the glory of Allah, Jalla Jalalum, it shrinks to its real size. It's no longer the magnified shadow that you got frightened with. It is a small, helpless little thing which exists only by the Amr of Allah, only by the command of Allah. It can do no harm and it can do no good by itself without the Amr of Allah, without the will and order of Allah. And that is the reality of everything and every condition in this life. It's not something you fear. It's something which points to its creator and through which we recognize and glorify our Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The big rule in life is that what we talk about becomes real and what we don't talk about loses significance and becomes unreal. The most, grasp, the most graphic example of this and the most tragic is our perception of COVID versus our perception of the Akhirah. Seriously ask yourself and I ask myself this question, which is more real? Which is more real? Which are we more concerned about? How many times a day do we talk about COVID and how many times a day do we talk about the Akhirah? Let us open the doors of our hearts to the glory and light of the magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our job. And drive out all terrors of this life. Let us change our focus from the makhluk, the creatures of Allah, to al-khaliq, the creator to whom is our return. Let us see what Rasulullah sallallahu and his sahaba did and what he taught us, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let us remember that let us remember that and practice it and fill our lives with contentment and tranquility. Because contentment is not a factor of how much you have, but of how much you desire, and is inversely proportional to it. The more you desire, the less contentment. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umar reports that Rasulullah said, Once a certain slave of Allah, he said, Ya Rabbi Sultanik. He said, which means, O Allah, all praise and thanks belongs to you, as befits the glory of your countenance and the greatness of your majesty and kingdom. The recording angels were uncertain about what reward to write for this phrase, for this phrase praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They ascended to the presence of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu and they said, Our Rabb, your slave has said something, but we are not sure of what reward to write for it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked them and he knows best what his slave said. Whenever you hear a hadith where Allah asked, this is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to establish those malak, those malaik, those angels as witnesses in favor of his slave. It's not because Allah needs to ask or he needs to know. He knows already. 
So Allah asked them, what did my slave say? They said, Ya Rab. He said, Rabbi laka alhamdu kama yambaghi li jalali wajhik wa li azimi sultanik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered them and said, write it down just as my slave said it. And when he meets me, I will record him, I will reward him likewise. And brothers and sisters, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to give you words to praise him and glorify him in a way that pleases him. And because of which he will reward you as he rewards those who please him. This is what the Sahaba of Rasulullah understood. And the slave who is focused on and engrossed in the glory of his Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu becomes impervious to the threats of the world. The world is laid out at his feet for him to use, to fulfill his needs and to construct and beautify his Akhirah. The world and whatever it, it contains are not the goal of a person who is focused on the rida of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. They come to him as a gift from his Rabb. And so they come with barakah and khayr. Blessing and goodness which he again uses to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This famous hadith, all of us know this. Sayyidina Anas bin Malik radiallahu reports that Rasulullah once passed by a Bedouin who was making the following dua in his salah. And he was saying, Ya Rab, Ya man la tarahu al-wayoon wa la tukhatihu al-zunoon wa la yasifuhu al-wasifoon wa la tughayyiruhu al-hawadith wa la yakhshad dawair wa ya'lamu mathaqil al-jibal wa makail al-bihar wa adada qatr al-amtar wa adada warq al-ashjar وَعَدَدَ مَا أَظْلَمْ عَلَيْهِ اللَّيْلُ وَأَشْرَقْ عَلَيْهِ النَّهَارِ وَلَا تُوَارِ مِنْهُ سَمَاءٌ سَمَاءٌ وَلَا أَرْضُ وَرْضًا وَلَا بَحْرُ مَا فِي قَعْرِهِ وَلَا جَبَلُ مَا فِي وَعَرِهِ اِجْعَلْ خَيْرَ عُمُورِ آخِرَهُ وَخَيْرَ عَمَلِ خَوَاتِمَهُ وَخَيْرَ أَيَّامِ يَوْمَ الْقَاكَ فِيهِ He said which means, O the one whom eyes cannot see, who cannot be imagined, who is beyond description, who is unaffected by happenings, who cannot be overwhelmed by the twists and turns of time, who knows the weight of the mountains, the volume of the oceans, the number of falling raindrops, the number of leaves on the trees, and everything upon which the night darkens, and upon which the day brightens. No sky can hide another from him. No surface of the earth can hide another from him. No ocean can hide anything within its depths from him. And no mountain can conceal from him anything within its rocks. Make the last part of my life the best. Make the best of my deeds the last. And make my best day be the one in which I meet you. And this is in Tabarani. Rasulullah appointed someone to bring this man to him as soon as he had completed his salah. <coughs> Rasulullah had been given some gold from a mine and when the Bedouin came to him, Rasulullah gave him the gold, the gold and he asked him, which tribe are you from? He said, I am from the Banu Amir, as Banu, Banu Amir bin Sa'asa, Ya Rasulullah Nabi said, do you know why I gave you this gold? The man said, well, maybe because we have family ties. Rasulullah said, while family ties have a right, 
I gave you the gold because of the beautiful manner in which you praised Allah. My brothers and sisters, think about this. Here is an ordinary man. Even his name is not mentioned in the hadith. He praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way that he devised. This is not, these are not the ayat of the Quran. These are not even the du'as of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is something he made up. He devised this du'a. Think about how long it may have taken him to make up this du'a. How much time did he spend on reflecting on the glory and majesty of Allah that he saw around him? What did this do to him and to any other cares and worries that he may have had? That is the opportunity we have. That is the opportunity we have. To focus and reflect on the glory of Allah Jalla Jalla. And to think of and devise special words of praise and thanks. Which are only between you and Allah. By all means we should use the du'as of the Quran and the, and the, and the Sunnah. Of course there is nothing better than that. Very beautiful. But there is a connection. This, this deen came to establish a direct connection between the Abd and the Rabb without anybody in between. Every Nabi came to do that. Every Nabi. And Rasulullah came to do that. It's up to us. And think about when you are focused and thinking about this, what will it do to whatever fears and worries and whatnot? are in your hearts. That's the opportunity we have. So instead of spending our time on social media with our phones and with our faces in our phones, if we look around ourselves and marvel at the creation of Allah and then remind ourselves that this is the one, this is the one before whom we stand in Salah. This is the one we ask dua from. And this is the one one day we will meet. أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين. والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وعلى أزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته وأصحابه أجمعين قال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد. My brothers and sisters, Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما narrated narrated that when Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم used to awake for tahajjud, he would say, اللهم لك الحمد أنت قيم السماوات والأرض وما فيهن ولك الحمد لك ملك السماوات والأرض وما فيهن ولك الحمد أنت نور السماوات والأرض ولك الحمد أنت الحق وبعدك الحق 
ولقاؤك حق وقولك حق والجنة حق والنار حق والنبيون حق ومحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم حق والساعة حق اللهم لك أسلمت وبك آمنت وعليك توكلت وإليك نبت وبك خاصمت وإليك حاكمت فاغفر لي ما قدمت وما أخرت وما أسررت وما أعلنت أنت المقدم وأنت المؤخر لا إله إلا أنت which means والله all praise and thanks are due to you and they are for you you are the establisher of the heavens and the earth and whatever is in them all praises for you you have the possession of the heavens and the earth and whatever is in them all praises for you you are the light of the heavens and the earth and all praises for you you are the truth and your promise is the truth and the meeting with you is true your word is true and jannah is true and the fire is true and all the prophets and messengers peace be upon them are true and muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is true and the day of resurrection is true oh allah i surrender my will to you i believe in you and depend on you and repent to you and with your help i argue with my opponents and i take you as a judge to judge between us please forgive my previous and future sins and whatever i concealed or revealed and you are the one who raised some people to stations of honor and lower others you bring some forward and you send some back there is none to be worshiped by but you and this is in bukhari imagine the baraka of the day with which begins with this waking up in tahajjud as soon as the eyes open the first thing we think about is the greatness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the first thing that comes out of our mouth the first thing we speak is the glory of allah jalla jalla and we make dua to him by acknowledging our own helplessness and sinfulness and seeking his mercy and forgiveness imagine what kind of what kind of a day that is we have these examples from the sira mubaraka for us to practice in our lives i remind myself and you that it is only and only practice which gets results we can know everything on the face of the planet nobody can know that i'm saying even if you do unless you practice it what you get will be only in relation to what you practice not what you know and finally to close rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to make this dua which is called dua an-nur allahumma ja'al fi qalbi nura وفي لساني نورا وفي سمعي نورا وفي بصري نورا ومن فوقي نورا ومن تحتي نورا وان يميني نورا وان شمالي نورا ومن امامي نورا ومن خلفي نورا واجعل في نفسي نورا وعظم لي نورا 
وعظم لي نورا واجعل لي نورا واجعلني نورا اللهم آتني نورا واجعل في عصبي نورا وفي لحمي نورا وفي دمي نورا وفي شعري نورا وفي بشري نورا اللهم اجعل لي نورا في قبري ونورا في عظامي وزدني نورا وزدني نورا وزدني نورا وهب لي نورا على نور او الله Place light in my heart and on my tongue light and in my ears in my hearing light and in my sight light and above me light and below me light and to my right light and to my left light and before me light and behind me light place in my soul light magnify for me light amplify for me light make for me light and make me light oh allah grant me light and place light in my nerves and in my body light and in my blood light and in my hair light and in my skin light oh allah make for me a light in my grave and a light in my bones increase me in light increase me in light increase me in light and grant me noor on ala noor light upon light in our azkar of the morning and the evening We have this beautiful declaration which we make. Allahumma inni asbahatu ushiduka wa ushidu hamalata arshik wa malaikatik wa jamiya khalqik annaka antallahu la ilaha illa anta wahdaka la sharika lak wa anna muhammadan abuduka wa rasuluk We say this four times in the evening. We say "Amsaytu" instead of "Asbahtu," and the meaning is, "O oh Allah, as morning dawns upon me, I bear witness before you, and before the angels who carry your throne, and all your angels, and all of your creation." Anakant Allah, that you are Allah, that there is no god, there is no one worthy of worship, except you. the only and only god without any partner and that truly muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is your abd and rasul is your slave and messenger abu daud in the sunan abu daud it is narrated from anas bin malik radhiyallahu anhu that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said when someone says allahumma inni asbahtu ushiduka wa ushidu hamalat arshik until the end Allah will free one quarter of him from the fire. And if he says it twice Allah will free half of him from the fire. And he says it three times Allah will free three quarters of him from the fire. And if he or she says it four times Allah will free him from the fire. This is part of our morning and evening azkar and please make sure that we do this inshallah. My brothers and sisters there is only one way to dispel darkness and that is to light the lamp. So also there is only one way to dispel sadness and despair and depression and despair and all fears 
and that is to light the lamp of the zikr of Allah, the remembrance of Allah. The zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu is nur. It is light which can dispel all the darkness of the heart and the soul. And it is the only light which can dispel the darkness of the heart and the soul. It can dispel all our fears and, the, and light the way ahead to gain the rida of Allah, to gain the pleasure of Allah. Every day when we wake up, we have a choice of what we want to focus on. I advise myself and you to focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the many ways in which he has blessed us. COVID taught us about this choice very graphically. Remember that whatever you focus on will color your perception of life. I don't know how many of you have seen purple, pink, even green lilies in a flower shop. All those lilies were white. But after they cut them, they placed the long stems of the flowers in water mixed with ink of the color they want to, those lilies to become. And that's what happens. I remind you and myself, let us examine our ink. Our ink is whatever we read and whatever we listen to or talk about. Keep that positive and focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and you will always feel good. Allow that to be influenced by the bad news that you see on TV or social media and it will have a, the opposite effect. The best way to be positive is to focus on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us with. Enjoy that and thank Him Jalla Jalaluhu for it. And you will see how that uplifts our spirit and makes us happy. Happiness does not happen. It is made by those who actively choose to focus on blessings and to express their gratitude. Thankfulness leads to happiness. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to be pleased with you and never to be displeased. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect you from all fears, all anxieties, all threats, that which you know and you don't know. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill your hearts with his glory and his majesty. And to fill your lives with this noor. And to make you focused on him, Jalla Jalaluhu, alone. And not on anything of this world. So that you live in this bubble of the glory and majesty and thankfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunna min al-khasirin. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fi l-akhirati hasanatan wa qina azabandar. Ya ibad Allah, rahimakumullah, inna Allah yamaru biladdi wal ihsan. وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيم السلام